Welcome, everybody, and welcome back to Cypher on the Block podcast here with your old boy, Chris Gonchis. Man, this is going to be an awesome show today. I'm always doing like this, this little clap thing. I think that's a black folks thing. But hey, man, this is going to be a good show. We're talking about something that um, actually is it's old news, but it's coming back up. It's with T.I., man. What is up with T.I. Um, and this controversy surrounding what he said about his daughter? So we're going to be talking about that today. And then also we're going to get into the idea of um, controlling the body. There's this movement uh, that feminists and and, and, and and just just rise up about, about the woman's body, about misogyny and how guys are just over controlling somehow in this uh day and age so i got some you know opinions about that so we're going to be talking about that and obviously i'm welcoming your opinion make sure you guys are comment like and subscribe also put push the notification bell if you're on um youtube for you may not get my updates if you don't um due to the new algorithm that they put out so yeah, come on. Just go ahead and go ahead and do that. And we're going to get on with this show. So we'll be back right after this. Here we go. Hey, it's your boy, Chris Constance. You hear me almost every day on this podcast. And I bet you're wondering, how could I start my own? Let me let you in on this secret laugh out loud. Wink, wink. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimal listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Let's go. Okay, we are here talking about T.I. Um, this derived from a, a podcast that he was on and he was actually talking about his daughter and her virginity and stuff like this. So um, one of the things he says, I'm, I'm, I'm going to play in a minute what he says because I don't want to misquote him. I don't want to say anything wrong. I want him to he- I want you guys to hear it from his mouth because people have their varying opinions about it and then there's some that i kind of like okay i can understand but then there's some that i'm like okay what are you talking about this world is crazy so uh we're gonna get into that but i just want to say that um we tend to put a lot of stake into what um our celebrities are saying and i want to go here first because we expect our celebrities to all agree with us or the masses do or the majority mass i, I call them the major, uh, oh, i'm sorry the minority mass what i mean by the minority mass is that you got a, a small group of people who make the most noise in the news about things and stuff like that and it doesn't really represent the majority of america or majority of the uh common opinion so we're gonna get on to this so th- let me show you this podcast um, and, and I want you to listen. And if you're watching, I want you just to kind of watch, watch what was said. And um, I'm gonna play it for here, right here. Not only have we had the conversation, <laughs> oh. we have yearly trips to the gynecologist to check her height. Oh. You g- like, you know, right after the birthday, we celebrate. Day after the party, she's enjoying her gifts. I put a sticky note on the dope. Gyno. Tomorrow, <laughs> nine thirty, we'll sit down, and then the doctor will come and talk. And you know, the doctor's maintaining a high level of professional. Professionalism. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, you know, sir, I have to. In order for me to share information, I say, Deja, they want you to sign this. Still there? 
so we can uh, share information. Do you have is anything? Is there anything that you would not want me to know? Oh, okay. See, Doc, ain't no problem. I just want you to know there are other ways besides sex that the hymen can be broken. Other forms of, of athletic physical activity. Is she an athlete? Can no. I say, look, Doc, she don't ride no horses, she don't ride no bikes, she don't play no sports, man. Just check the hymen, please. And give me back my results. Oh, dude. Expeditiously. No. So let's break that down, right? So <laughs> Let's break it down. First of all, Dehai was talking about his daughter, him going to the gynecologist with his daughter. Um, and he gets her hymen checked, right? Um, he says, give me my results. Basically, um, let me quote him real quick. So I say, look, doc, she don't ride no horses. She don't ride no bikes she don't play no sports just check the hymen please and give me back my results expeditiously i will say as of her 18th birthday her hymen is still intact so here's a few things that um i want to bring up first of all i was watching one of the um some people commenting on it and, and doing their podcast like hot 97 i'm gonna put them out there a little bit and they were saying some stuff and i'm like bro did you hear what he said so first of all when he, what he was talking about let's get in context of what ti was talking about he was talking about up to her 18th birthday she has been a virgin because all through that time he was at her gone to colleges with her making sure that everything was intact which in my opinion, our father should do. We're going to get into that in a minute because there's a lot of people who don't agree with that. And the comments are stupid, in my opinion. Um, so Hot 97 was bringing it up like, well, she's 18 and she's 18. So uh, when you listen to him, this wasn't when she was 18. That wasn't what he was talking about. He was talking about the mention of her being 18 was up to her 18th birthday he knew that she was a, a virgin so that implied if you were listening to it within content that during a time when she was young and he was in charge of her and he was in and in, 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 um he had the responsibility of her health and uh, and, and well-being he made sure that he checked on the things that he cared about with his daughter making sure his daughter is making the best decisions right um so and then after 18 obviously she can do what she want that's if we were looking at it in context so hot 97 was bringing up all the stuff and he had all these people coming on talking over over the phone giving their opinions and he was trying to guide the narrative and this is what i'm kind of getting mad at with this whole topic with a lot of these different topics and these movements is the guide of the narrative you're taking people's words out of contents to make a narrative um so this gets into the idea that uh, women have this thing like, oh, it's our body, it's not your body, and all this. So we're gonna get into that. So let's let's get on. So basically, he was saying up to his 18th birthday, she got the hymen checked. He was there and all that stuff. So this a big uproar. So you had a lot of people tweeting things like, uh, um, um, first of all, this is not your body, WTF. Um, Second of all, she's our own woman. She can do what he want and all this good stuff, right? So let, let, let's take that. 18 years old, you grown. Yes. Um, I, I, I want to make a couple comments on, on this thing. We, we're, uh, we're in a society where we, we, we're, we're pushing this narrative that uh, kids can do what they want. And, and what makes me mad about this whole situation is that we are giving rights to kids without the permission of the parents and this is what i'm going to say like 
And I have a daughter too. She's 16. And guess what? Her body is not her own. I control that. And you know what? You guys can get mad at me. You can comment. You can make all your comments. I don't care. Your opinion is your opinion. But I control that. And nobody's going to tell me I don't control that. I'm not going to apologize for that because that came from me. I created her. I'm responsible for her. I pay her medical bills. I do that. Nobody outside of here does that. So what she's not going to do is bring me some kids home. What she's not going to do is catch a disease from one of these boys. So guess what? If I feel that I want to go to the gynecologist with my daughter, we're going to talk about that in a minute, and get her hymen and have the doctor tell me, hey, is her hymen intact? That's my prerogative because I pay for that. And I'm going to tell anybody who's going to come for me, if you want to raise my daughter, let's go to court. I will give you custody and let you raise her. And until then, until you want to take on my responsibility, don't tell me how to do that. Because guess what? We can say all day that somebody's about, you know, when, when my daughter's 18 and girl, she can do what she wants to. But if she's still living in my house, no, she cannot. You're not bringing no kids to my house. I'm not taking care of you and your kids. What you're going to do is do what's responsible. You know, she can do whatever she wants with her life as long as she controls that life. But it, as long as she's under my roof, as long as I'm paying for her medical bills, as long as I'm providing meals and clothing and all of that for her, she does not own herself. First of all, even if I was not doing that, let's say I wasn't doing all that stuff. Maybe I was a, a tyrant parent where I only provided the necessities. I'm responsible for every decision she makes until the age of 18. She gets in trouble with the law. Guess who they coming for? Not her. Yes, she's going to do her time or whatever. She got in trouble with the law. But I'm responsible. I got to pay that bill. I got to do that because I'm the parents. And then, the, then child services is going to come looking at me. Why did I let my daughter, 16-year-old daughter, go out here and do this and be trying to take her away? So until that stops, don't tell my daughter or anybody else's daughter who's under 18 that their body's their own. They can do what they want. And no, they cannot. <laughs> they cannot. This is not that type of world. We're teaching our kids to not be responsible under the cusp of you should be able to do what you want to because your body is yours. No, your body is not. Let's, let's get that correct. That's what we need to be teaching, teaching our children. Your body is not yours until you're able to take care of your own body. Get mad at me all you want to. I, I, I just want to bring it because I, I keep hearing people um, bring up this idea that these women, uh, these girls, I ain't going to say women, girls like men are trying to control women. That's not a control woman. That's my daughter. Just like I control my son. That's my son. Son, you're not going to be out here having sex with these girls, creating kids and getting yourself put in jail and, and, and getting rape charges. No, you're not. You're not going to bring no diseases home, son, because I'm not paying for a mistake you made. When you you want a, a mistake that you're not even allowed to do at this point. You're not married to that girl. You're not even with that girl. So don't be go putting your stuff in it if you're not willing to take responsibility for the girl. So, and then that's another thing they brought up with T.I. and how he, he, it was, they figured that it was some type of double standard. Like he wasn't, he was only applying this to his daughter, but not necessarily applying it to his sons. Now, if that's T, what T.I. is doing, that ain't my business. You know what? He can do however he wants to because I do know there are some fathers. Like my father was a lot more stricter on my sister than he was on me and my brother. 
But also, me and my brother was willing to take the beatings when we were getting in trouble. So that's a whole nother thing. My sister wasn't willing to get that beating. We were. So I get it. I get it. So there, there is a double standard. And then I'm going to say this. You're going to treat boys different than you're going to treat girls. And I'm going to show you the difference when it comes to sex. Right. My daughter brings a kid home to my house and I got to take care of him. If my son go create a kid, that's not the same thing. Because guess what? Nine times out of ten, every state sides with the mother and the child is going to be with the mother, which it should be, in, especially in the beginning of life because of nourishment and need to be nourished and need to be uh, uh, nursed correctly, especially if the mother decided to breastfeed and all this good stuff, right? So that, that, that's smart, but he not bringing that to my house. So he has to actually go out and be responsible now it'll be my job as a father to my son to say now you need to go get a job son son you need to take care of that job can he say oh it's my body i don't have to do that i'm my own person i can do what i want right i think it's funny how is a double uh, is a double standard when it comes to women women can do what they want and it's their body and this and this and this but a guy no they can't they have to be responsible they have to be no i can do what i want right I'm, I'm a guy. I can do what I want. I don't have to do that. It's my body. It's my mind. My hands. I don't, I don't have to give uh, uh, this one. I, even though I made a baby with him, I, I shouldn't have to give any money. I shouldn't have to take care of him. Right? Because if that's the narrative we're going with, and we want to be fair on both sides. So we got to stop this, uh, this, 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 this narrative that we treat everybody the same. No, we're not. We don't treat boys like girls. So let's let's get past that. And that's one of the arguments that people were making with this whole situation. We don't treat. Of course, he's not probably telling the son the same thing because he's a boy. It's different. He has a different responsibility than a girl does. Simple and plain. So uh, um, then another thing I wanted to bring up with this whole situation, it, it, this thing is so deep. It, it it burns my soul is um how all of this backlash that was going on the daughter chimes in on on social media oh my god see if that would have been my daughter to hood i said oh sweetie you side with them then guess what sweetie go live with them Go live with them. You your own person. So if you your own person, then get out my house because I bought this house. This my stuff. Right? I'm sorry. If T.I.'s daughter was mine and she was siding with them, I said, oh, is that how you feel? Oh, I provided this lavish life for you and you feel like, oh, uh, you your own person? Okay, then go out there and make your own money. Go out to get your own job. Go out there. Let, let's see how good you're going to have it without daddy's money. Especially T.I. is rich. You know, I'm sorry. I don't necessarily agree with T.I. on a lot of things, but this one I kind of do. Because some of the stuff that T.I. be saying, especially when it comes to political, I'll be like, bruh, you need to stay out of that lane. But with this, he's a daddy, so I, I can agree with him. Like, bruh. Like, I want to make sure my daughter's doing a responsible thing. So guess what? I'm going to do. And then here, here's the thing with mine. So before y'all start trying to get on me about me and my plight, I'm a single father. Right. I'm raising my daughter at this point on my own. I, uh, honestly, I just got her 
um, uh, not too long ago, uh, she switched. Uh, we switched over from living with her mom to living with me, and I got her as a teenager. So you know, I missed a lot of the uh, younger uh, days of her life during um, due to some stuff but that's my business and not anybody else's um i handle that and we we both handle that so she's here with me now which is cool but i got her as a teenager so i didn't have the chance to put principles in her so now i'm gonna have to put a whole lifetime of principles into a 16 year old who didn't get principles you know so and, and letting her understand responsibility you know understanding there's a time when you control what you do and there's a time when you don't when you're on somebody else's dime when you're on somebody else's time like even at work i want i want y'all to go to work and tell somebody this is my body this is what i do they're gonna say you better be in that dress code when i tell you this is my body i should be able to wear what i want to wear <laughs> your job gonna be like bruh get in dress code <laughs> Like, I want to see somebody do that. Like, think about the ramifications of what we teach in our kids, though, with this situation. So forgive me, there are some people outside the studio with not very soundproof with screaming some kids. So, um, so like, that's one, one thing I did not like about how the the daughter went against that just because the whole world decided that all oh, they was going to chime in. And, and my thing is, why are you chiming in on what he does with his daughter? That ain't anybody's business. So you got all these people spinning this narrative about, oh, this is about control. We're going to get about control, male, paternity control and sex, right? Because um, this narrative is uh, uh, it's a part of why many of our black men, and this is why I was kind of mad when I heard what Hot 90, excuse me, Hot 97 was saying about it. I was like, but this narrative is one of the reasons why half of our black men are in jail innocently and they never raped anybody because some woman got mad and claimed, well, it's my body. I should be able to. Woo, 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 woo. Now, mind you, OK, all you got. Uh, 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 I'm not saying anything against raping. Women. I totally don't condone that. Uh um, and I'm going to tell uh, 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 tell my story uh, in a minute uh, about that situation, because honestly, I got caught up in that situation. But um, luckily, the girl wasn't claiming that I did that. I got caught up just because of age. I turned uh, I was dating this girl when I was 17 and I ended up turning 18 and we were sexually active, you know. And and guess what? That's my fault. You know, and in the state of Wisconsin, hey, she was 15. I turned 18. So, I mean, I couldn't do nothing about it, right? Um, well, I could have. There were some laws that were protecting me, but obviously I didn't have the right counsel. But we'll talk about that when I get back. We're going to talk about this thing. Yo, what up, everybody? This is inspirational fitness motivator Shaka Heard with your Shaka Shreds fitness tip. Did you know that drinking water is really important? Actually, most people don't realize that by the time you're actually thirsty, you're already dehydrated. So check this out. When you get up in the morning, within the first 30 minutes of the day, you should already be drinking at least a glass of water. And then every hour, make sure you're drinking some water. Your goal is to have a gallon of water a day. Stay hydrated. If you want more fitness tips, information, meal plans, email me at officialshockerherd at gmail.com. That's official, S-H-A-K-A-H-U-R-D at gmail.com. Let's get healthy, y'all. Hey, uh, it is now time for the love lesson of the day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
Look here, baby. Uh, let me tell you something. Let me stop. <laughs> hey, it's the love lesson, yo. Um, today's love lesson is going to start like this. Here's what it is. In relationships, communication about sex, money, and love are extremely important. Defining your levels in these key areas prevents confusion. That is a love lesson for the day. This is something that I've learned over the years of me being married and divorced and dating and all that good stuff. Um, reason why I said the communication about sex, love, and money. These three key areas are probably the biggest areas that cause problems in a relationship, whether it be married or whether it be a committed relationship. Because money is important. Money actually is one of the leading causes of divorce. Like, and, and here's the thing about that. You want to get with somebody who has the same ideal about money as you do um, to be equally yoked. Some people are money hungry or they have a love of money. Some people just like the habit, but it's not the end all be all. Some people value money over love or some people value love over money. You got to know. If the person you're with, where you're at in these key areas, how is love? Is your love unconditional like mine or is it conditional? Meaning, is your love based on what I'm doing, what I have, and what uh, 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 I'm going to get? If I don't know, I'm going to be totally honest with you, man. If that's what it is for women, leave them alone. Because guess what? It don't matter what you have because material things... They're just material things. They come and they go. Today you can be rich. Tomorrow you can be broke. Tomorrow you can be broke. I mean, today you can be broke. Tomorrow you can be rich. So that's one thing that I'm going to advise men. If a woman is so focused on money, leave her alone. Let her make her money. Let her find somebody who's just as vain as her. And then she will realize how important she is not to a man who considers money over her. And that's not a good feeling. Um, but you want to talk about your money. You want to talk about love. You want to talk about how you love. Love languages are important. Like um, one of the things I was telling somebody, I've read the five love languages and we, and I've talked about this with a lot of different friends and, and people that I've dated. Like, what is your love language? And sometimes the funny thing is we display the love language that we want to receive. Um, and we have to make sure we understand that's not how it works. You have to understand what that person's love language is. And if you want them to feel love, you have to do that. Not the thing that you want. You have to do that. So if that if you're a girlfriend's uh, a love language is a physical touch, then you might not be a touchy person, but you have to extend that to 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 feed her love language. Otherwise, it's not going to work. And same thing is if your love language is time and and and, uh, uh, and care, she has to make sure that she's spending time with you, like not doing what it is that I want. That doesn't make sense. That's not the, how love languages work. So let's make sure we do that. So talk about your love and then talk about sex. Like there's levels to this thing, right? I, I've seen so many broken women over sex, and, and how do you? Think think about sex um i've been talking about this a lot in uh my podcast is is we have to understand how we see sex you know everybody sees sex as this um uh, as a tool right women use it for control men use it uh uh uh, to demean sometime or to conquer you know sex is not that you know sex should never be that and if that's what it is you're gonna have strife in your marriage women if you lose using sex to control your man you're gonna end up losing them men if you're using sex to dominate you're going 
to lose her right because sex is something that is the derivative it's a it's a gift given right and then in two it shouldn't be predicated on something being done you know it should be something that both people mutually want and is a boat and it's a mutual respect for one another and it's a gift given when i mean gift given i mean there's nothing attached to a gift a gift is given without any hopes of return of anything because it's a gift it's not it's not it's not it's not a, a tool it's not a tool to control is it's not a a weapon it's a gift and this is something that should be shared against two people uh, with two people who respect one another so you got to communicate about what your idea about sex is and then not only that what levels of sex are you going to be on when um when um uh and all throughout the relationship when you first start dating um when you become a, a item when you decide that you want to be, become a fiance and then when you get married what does those levels is going to look like and those are things that you're going to need to talk about if you guys want to have a great relationship so that's the love lesson of the day we'll be back on this ti stuff again huh <laughs> here we get there you go so we're back and i wanted to talk about the idea of 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 um this 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 culture that this idea that uh, that that we're teaching our kids um about we're not teaching them the right thing when it comes to their body being theirs right now disclaimer because I know some of y'all is like what are you talking about Chris yes your body is yours period your body is yours we're not saying that the problem is is when we teach them that your body is yours then guess what happens we teach in a generation that is okay to go out and have sex and you don't have to tell your father and your father don't have to know so i know when i was a kid obviously i just told you my story that i was i was sexually active as a, as a teen and you know why because i snuck behind my dad's back instead of listening to the teachings but the repercussions of that was i ended up being with a girl whose mom did not like me so therefore, when she found out we were sexually active, guess what happened? I got charged with statutory rape. That's my story. Why? Because I felt like I should be able to do what I want. I should be able to do I'm my own man. Ooh, I got needs, right? Instead of listening to my father and the wisdom of my father and the wisdom of my mother, I went out and did what I want to. And guess what? Now I suffer the repercussions of that. Right. So I got a I got a record because of that mistake. Now, mind you, let me let me get in. No, I am not a rapist. No, I did not persuade her. No, I did not force her. I did not manipulate her or do any of that. Me and a girl was girlfriend and boyfriend. Pretty much. Now, was she supposed to have a girl or boyfriend? To my knowledge, no. I knew she was sneaking around her mom, uh, her mom's back to have a boyfriend. I was doing the same thing. I was sneaking behind my mom and dad's back and having a girlfriend because I wasn't allowed either. So <laughs> this is what we do with teenagers. We, we, we rebel sometimes. Some, we, some are worse than others. Some are, you know, less worse. But um, I started dating a girl when I was 17. Um, um, it was uh, during my uh, 12th grade year. And um, she was in her ninth grade year. 
and um we were all both on the track team we just liked each other now mind you i got made fun of because i was dating a freshman or whatever but i didn't care and i didn't even think about that stuff i just thought she was a cool girl or whatever i turned now mind you we've been sexually active from the time that i was 17 till i was 18 through that whole track season through that so um um she ended up getting pregnant by some other guy she cheated on me and it was kind of messed up <laughs> so um um, but then she told her mom that I was the only one that she had sex with. And the next thing I know, I was in court. Right. So um, and that's the long story short. It sucked. You know what? But I made that decision to do what I wanted to do. And I suffered the consequences from it. Right. Because I'm thinking my body is. Our. So we teach our kids this idea and we're not giving them the responsibility of it. Now. I can understand if T.I. was like just doing that and not necessarily talking to his daughter about uh, sexual intercourse and what's responsible and stuff like that. Then, you know, I, I get it. <laughs> but then I'm like, bro, you didn't even talk to her. But, you know, still, we have this 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 idea of how sex should be. What is sex in our culture? You know, and we have a culture right now that flip flop back and forth from whatever it is, whatever it is. Everybody wants to just go against whatever the norm is, and you know, whether it makes sense or not, we just want to go against it. And and for me, this is a dangerous society where we're sitting here, just we're sitting here ridiculing a man who is concerned about his daughter's sexual health no matter how you feel about how he went about it that ain't anybody's business this is like there was a time where whooping your kid is fine now you can get put in jail for whoop disciplining your kids whooping your kids giving your kid a spanking and i ain't talking about abuse we ain't talking about that so don't come at me but but people abuse i don't i'm not talking about abusers i'm talking about simple spankings for discipline we're talking about sane people i'm not talking about insane people so let's not bring that in the narrative because I have nothing to do with what I'm talking about. We're talking about simple spankings to discipline your kid. Now we can get put in jail in that. And now we wondering why we got a lot of school shootings. Why we got people because there's no discipline in the house. There's no balance in discipline. And everything is not a whooping. But there's no balance. We can't tell our kids nothing because, oh, they're their own person. They can do what they want, right? You're trying to control the patriarchal kind of control. Our job as men in society, and this does not change just because a bunch of people want to have a feeling. This is natural order. Our job is to set order. Men set order. That's our purpose. That's the that's what we do in this world. That's what our, our natural instinct is to set order, to discipline, to bring things into the order, into the natural order so things can go smooth. And when they are out of natural order, they don't go smooth. When we're condoning sexual intercourse with uh, uh, um, uh, with people under 18, then we're going to create a society of um, rape, a uh, rape culture. We create a society of a uh, uh, um, um victims uh because guess what some of these girls are not thinking they're not responsible enough to make a decision of what they want to be uh, uh what it be sex yeah they can they can understand what it is but they're not responsible enough i was not responsible enough to make a decision to have sex and i did as a teen and guess what i was not ready and now we're telling people like T.I. that you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't you shouldn't hold your daughter to a standard because you don't like it because you feel like she's her own body. Like 
even even after 18 there's still a duty that the father has to the family instruction doesn't stop at 18 you know you know why if instruction stopped at 18 this is why we got all these people in the world all these uh, 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 babies in our political arena crying over everything and trying to impeach a president who didn't do nothing like I'm sorry like you don't have to like Trump but he didn't do anything. We, we could have been focusing on doing something good for our community and, and and beat him out on this next cycle. But we ain't doing nothing for our communities. We're not enacting laws. Nancy Pelosi has stuff all on his, his her desk that need attention, but they focusing on some fake impeachment because they want to win instead of actually winning by doing something for us. These are the type of people we create when we start telling people they're their own person. They're their own person in the society that 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 has something to do with everyone. We're all connected. We all are not just living for ourselves. We're living for everyone. That's why we live in communities. You can't live for yourself in a community of people. There's laws, there's rules, there's etiquette. Oh, we're gonna talk about that on another on another subject, but um so uh here's my takeaway for this. Real quick, when we when we're analyzing uh, uh, what Ti and and I'm only talking about this because he's about to go on table talks and I'm gonna be paying attention to that uh, that that table talks with uh, Jada Pickett because um, I hope he does not apologize for it. But if he is, I'm I'm just gonna I'm gonna feel like he's the weak guy that I've always thought he was, but uh, because he seems to always catered and pandered to a leftist agenda anyway. Um, uh, which some most left agendas don't make sense, and we're not talking about right right now because I can go in on the right too. I'm just saying he he's a leftist, so and some of that stuff don't make sense. Um, if you want to know what my politics is, it's it's Christocratican. It's called common sense, and when stuff don't make sense, I don't support it. So. Um, um, so, so you guys know, so you over here ain't trying to blacklist me, <laughs> but I will say this, like we're, we're in a society where we're, we're, um, we're not holding people to the standards that they need to be held to. And, um, we're wondering why we're getting worse and worse. And then we're justifying it by saying, Oh, it's own body. She should be doing what you want. No. Our daughters should not be fathers. Please don't let your daughters do what they want. Fathers, be active. Fathers, you know, the whole point of a broken society is because there was father's absence in a home. So if you are a father and you have a daughter, be on your daughter about her reproductive health. Be on your daughter about her reproductive habits or sex habits. That's your job. And don't let nobody take that away from you. We'll be back after this. Hey, we came down to the end of the show, but uh, I, didn't, I didn't expect to go that direction. I actually had a whole nother uh, uh, way I wanted to go, some different notes and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, it, it didn't work out, right? <laughs> it's cool because what I said needed it be said because um, I'm an advocate for fathers and manhood, masculinity. And I'm going to continue to be an advocate for masculinity because right now I feel like masculinity is on attack. Fatherhood is on attack. Um, they already destroyed the fatherhood out of the black community. We cannot let them destroy fatherhood as a whole. Um, we need to stand up fathers, uh, uh, mothers, y'all need to stand up because now we have uh, women 
and mothers, we have a whole nother s- subset of people who are trying to control. Mm, we talking about control, trying to control the narrative of what women do. And then I'm talking about the uh, the trans community. Um, again, men trying to control women and tell women what they should and shouldn't do. Right. Like they always think um, the thing we talked about in um, BB Talks podcast. There's so many other things. I'm sorry. We're going to actually have a talk about that. It's coming up soon. Um, um, but we have to really be smart with uh, this, this in society, the idea of what is what rights are given to your children. We're not talking about grown-ups. We're talking about children, people who are under 18 who are not legally grown, people who cannot legally or cannot legally make their own decisions, cannot legally or, or, or maturely make their own decisions. And that's another thing. You telling me that my daughter at 16, 17 is her own woman and I got to sign every paper she do. I got to sign her work permit. I got to sign. Please. I wish you would come tell me because I, I have you right here on this show and we'll talk about it. Feel me? <laughs> Feel me? So, um, hey, that's the end of the show. Let go. We out here in these streets. <laughs>